It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Before we get started here, I want to make a correction in this episode. We failed to note that our esteemed guest, Dr. Aisha Augusta, has a Ph.D. in counseling psychology. We apologize to her for this oversight. And moving forward, we'll work to include the title of doctor for all guests with Ph.D.s. And welcome back. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. The racial wealth gap in the U.S. is staggering. In 2022, the typical wealth of a white family was $285,000. For black families, that number was $45,000, just 15% of that of a white family. A new program run by Black Excellence, Inc. is working to end the racial wealth gap in the Kansas City area. The Ascend Cohort Program aims to significantly grow the incomes of middle-class black professionals and entrepreneurs by providing resources and training over a series of Saturday seminars. Here to tell us more about it are two of the program's leaders. They are Craig Moore. He's founder of the Ascend program and the executive director of Black Excellence KC. Craig, good to have you. Thanks for braving the slick streets. I appreciate it. Thank you for ha- thank you for having me as well. Thank you. And Aisha Augusta is the director of programs for Ascend. Aisha, good to have you too. Thank you. I'm glad me. you're in one piece too. I yeah. am. Um, Craig, there's a lot of attention being focused on helping grow wealth in black communities. We've highlighted any number of them on our program, but it's more rare that these programs are targeted toward people who are already considered middle class. That's what this program does. Why are you headed that way? Yeah. Um, well, in Kansas City, we feel like there are already a lot of great programs that we actually partner with for those who are in poverty. Right. And oftentimes those who are finally above that poverty line, they're one accident or one uh, issue away from going right back in. Mm-hmm. And so what we wanted to address are those who are coming into new wealth, coming into a new income that they probably never had before. How can we focus in and help you strategize on actually how to uh, establish that wealth and grow it as well? Yeah. Aisha, should there be more support for middle class people of color? Is that something that's been missing in sort of a, a lineup of programs that are out there? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the opportunities that Black Excellence um, was aware of that was missing especially when we think about workforce development, how can we help black professionals reach their goals? And a big part of that goal as far as um, um, when we think about financial liberation is is being able to take care of one's family and generate generational wealth. So absolutely. And do some folks maybe really not understand that when they reach that middle class status and they're sort of out there wondering what are the next steps here? Yes, absolutely. And then I think about also um, some systemic barriers that are still present that um, that should be addressed. And that's what, one of the goals of Black Excellence is to address that. Some of those economic barriers for Black professionals. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what are some of those economic barriers? Um, I think when, when we're talking about how to generate wealth, when we're talking about real estate would be um, a big area to to look into and some of those barriers that still exist now for, yeah. for being able to generate generational wealth, owning property, um, making um, investments and having that as an opportunity to grow um, an individual's wealth as well as access to education, obviously. Um, so there's a lot of still systemic barriers in banking, in, um, in 
housing and um, other financial opportunities that we hope to address um, economically, globally, professionally, um, specifically within Kansas City. And Craig, if I'm hearing you right, some of these skills that uh, that Aisha just laid out here are lost on some people who are entering the middle class. It's a new world for some of them. Oh yeah, 100. percent And and I think there's a lot of psychological barriers that are around there too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as you think about uh, just how Black professionals have been developed over the last couple of years, I think a lot of it has not been uh, is around how do we navigate around it. But when actually we just need to heal from it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and once they heal from it, they gain a different perspective. Um, money is different. Uh, it's seen different. It's used differently uh, than what our family members have taught us to. And that's what exactly what we want them to kind of discover in these spaces. That's interesting. It's, there's not knowledge passed down in some cases from generation to generation. Yeah. Uh, new uh, people new to the middle class are learning some of this on their own here. 100%. How did you guys start even thinking about this idea? Where did, where did the original idea come from? Well, in uh, 2019, Black Excellence uh, started as just trying to convene black professionals across Kansas City. Um, And we were successful in doing that until COVID hit, of course. Uh, But then we were charged by a lot of our black leaders to be something more than just a networking group. Mm -hmm. And so we went into a year of just, uh, having panel conversations, focus groups, one-on-ones uh, with our members that are on the that are members of Black Excellence Incorporated, as well as the leaders in Kansas City, to truly identify what do the Black professionals need? Because a lot of them are they're tired of just being developed, mm-hmm. and really what it was about is they wanted a space for community, they wanted to understand wealth. Uh, They wanted to have job security. So if I'm in Kansas City and I lose my job, is there another job in Kansas City that I can go to? Um, And and they wanted a safe space to be able to be authentic about these are the barriers that I have. These are the challenges that I have. And so we wanted to create um, a program uh, that allows them to get that safe space, gives them the space to truly uh, not under not just know the resources in Kansas City, but how do you adopt that into a strategic plan um, and then ultimately provide them with opportunities to uh, be in leadership opportunities through our partnerships with like the Heartland Black Chamber or uh, the uh, the Kansas City Area Development Council. As you know, well. Were you guys aware that these problems existed out there or did the the pre work you did, did that reveal problems that you weren't aware of? Um, I think for me, especially the, the racial healing piece. Um, when I was in grad school, that became a really prevalent um, area of focus for me. I was learning a lot about every type of trauma except yeah. for racial trauma. Um, and when I think about black professionals um, and and just in general how trauma impacts every aspect of an individual's life. And yeah. for black professionals, we experience on average five instances of discrimination every single day. I mean, this is pretty pervasive. And so thinking about how can we develop black professionals, it just made sense. And it was pretty intuitive that that needed to be a part of uh, the curriculum. Well, Aisha, tell me a little more about how this cohort program, the Ascend cohort program, is going to work. Um, So we have two different tracks, a professional track as well as an entrepreneur track. So the professional track is for um, professionals who have at least two years of experience and are looking to accelerate within their industry. And then we have the entrepreneurial track. So these are individuals who have started their own business, um, a business that's already up and running and are looking to um, network within the ecosystem um, in Kansas City and throughout the country. So we're developing them in two different areas and we have two different kind of curriculums specific to their needs. Why was there a need for two separate tracks here? Well, we, when we... Based on what um, 
Craig mentioned earlier to to increase the um, the income for black professionals. We know that within the black community, there are those two um, two separate groups. There is the professionals who are interested in going into a, a specific industry, and then there's the everyday entrepreneur, the barbershop owner, the um, the influencer, you know, on social media, um, the hairstylist, the uh, the boutique owner. So we wanted to make sure that we we have access to all of those professionals, you know, no, more, no matter their path, um, but who are looking to accelerate and grow in whatever area they're on. And how are the tracks different? Yeah. So with yeah, the uh, with the professional track, we are working with those professionals directly to for them to go directly to their HR department. I want to know what it's like for me to be a mid-tier uh, professional and grow into the C-suite. And so what are those KPIs that I need to be focused on? KPIs meaning? Uh, those are your key performance indicators. Oh, that's one of those oh, fancy, yeah, those, those fancy, fancy acronyms. <laughs> I that I'm doing my that. job. I'm yeah. doing my job. <laughs> so how can I continue to show or the growth or what does the journey looks like for me to do that? And so we'll work with them uh, specifically with their coaching in that strategic time on how they can showcase those skill sets inside their job so they can be ready and prepare for a promotion. So you want them to sort of begin envisioning themselves in a higher place at some time, at some point fairly early on oh, yeah. in their career with, with a company. What's it going to take for me to take the next step even beyond where I am yeah, right now? Yeah, 100%. We want you to have that three-year goal. When mm-hmm. you come out of there, the goal is for you to have a three-year strategic plan on what that growth looks like, whether you're with that company or you're within the industry. Um, and then we will be that retention support for you to as you develop. And but, but by doing that, you're sending a signal to that company that, hey, I want to advance here. Yes. And you let them know early on, this is what my amb- ambitions are with your company. 100%. And that's a lot of where black professionals are missing because we are focused in on the job and keeping the job, mm. not how to mm. grow and excel within the company and show my impact. And so how can we give you the language, give you the know-how, give you the competencies or the understanding of the competencies that you have to really showcase and go into that department to sh- prove that this is why I'm here and I'm here to be a benefit to you. You're saying that a lot of b- black professionals are just so happy to have a good gig yeah. that they aren't even thinking down the road yet. 100%. And yeah. I think and I think the 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 great part of of bringing both of those cohorts together is that oftentimes uh when you think about black business owners uh when they're in that stage of growth, they need that friends and family to be in there to help them invest, to help them continue to support and develop. And so as this cohort continues to build these businesses, they now have a professional group who has seen them grow, who has seen the 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 stuff that they are, sorry, the, the effort that it takes to put in to grow as a business. And that should spark that professional side that, okay, we're going to continue to go on, go on to this other side to where these black owned businesses are, continue to put our dollars in. And to me, that is how you create that economic ecosystem mm-hmm. that you need for that dollar to continue mm-hmm. to circulate. And all all we're doing is just providing a space or a controlled space to show that it can actually happen. Yeah. And once those uh, go through our cohort, they are then spreading that same philosophy into their community. And our hope is that it just continues to grow and grow and mature from there. Aisha, are you guys developing this curriculum, this training sort of out of whole cloth or have you had other examples around the country that you were able to draw from to sort of help people here in Kansas City. Sure, I, I think we are we're we're really creating this um, and being and being very innovative um, on our own. And and some of the things that we're pulling from is um, the South African philosophical perspective called Mbutu, which means I am because we are. And this is taking um, what this translates essentially is that. Uh, 
a um, authentic human being is a part of a larger, more um, significant relational, communal, societal, hmm. and environmental and spiritual world. And so we want to highlight some of those cultural components that are very unique to the Black community and um, and utilize that as a work a workforce kind of um, development uh, competency, if you will. Yeah. Craig, I'm wondering if your own experience sort of informed how you decided what this program should cover. Tell us about that. 100%. Uh, Black Excellence was born uh, off of, or where we are right now, was born off my own journey. You know, I went to uh, college, uh, lost my scholarship just to just having my my nose too wide open, as my mom would say, on campus. Uh, and well, what I does that mean? Your nose uh, <laughs> too wide open? I never heard that phrase. I was before. just I was just smelling myself and <laughs> and, and could get in the drift, get, get, getting good enough of myself. Um, but uh, I made I didn't make any good I didn't make good choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had a network of. Uh, mentors and peers and and that just kind of continue to open up doors for me uh never got my 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 college degree but now I'm the director of entrepreneurial programming for for a national nonprofit mm-hmm. and so to be able to leverage a lot of what I've learned uh, from my own lived experience and then go into a network and find out a lot of people are having those same type of uh, barriers or issues as they kind of go th- grow through their yeah. career. Uh, my whole thought was, how can I make this easier for the generation to come? Mm-hmm. And how can I do it based off of authentic data as well? And so we wanted to create a group that not only convened, uh, but also uh, uh, made sure that we were an impact and can be able to pass down this knowledge to the next generation. We'll be back in just a minute. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously, but you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit radioactive on June 14th. NPR's all things considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party and it's going to be bumping. You got to be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Aisha, one of your goals is to help black professionals significantly grow their household incomes. How much are we talking about? What do you want to see happen here? So we're our goal is to increase their income by 30%, and this is over the course of three years. 30%. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a large goal. And, and we're I need pretty, to take this program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're pretty confident that we can meet that, that objective um, based on the key partnerships that we're, um, that we're connecting and, and some of the experts that we're bringing in to help train our black professionals. But a lot of it is, is bringing awareness to um, financial understanding, um, how can we? How can you accelerate your career? How can you advance in your entrepreneurship? Um, if those are your, you know, specific goals, but it's just more exposure, learning about, um, and having those conversations that Black professionals tend to to not be a part of. Um, so, tend it, not it, to be a part of, but because again, they're just so grateful to have the job. They're not going to question their incomes, or what? What are you referring to? I, I. I I would hesitate to say that it's more so that they're just solely so grateful. I think it's it's a lot of systemic things that we're not um, we haven't historically been a part of those conversations mm-hmm. on how do you um, how do you grow your wealth. We haven't been um, historically um, psychologically um, able to to be at a place where we can sit down and reflect and kind of mm-hmm. plan our future. You know, we we've been a lot um, 
we we've expended a lot of our energy into just surviving. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has a lot to do with just um, the systems that we are a part of, the environment that we are a part of. Um, so, so now is the opportunity if we can get um, black professionals into this program, which is which is what our goal is, is to give them that opportunity mm -hmm. to sit down and plan out. Let's let's actually have these conversations that many of our counterparts are having in their communities. And how can we advance ourselves in ways that we haven't before? You know, I'm just guessing here, Craig, that these conversations we're talking about, a lot of folks who take part are really grateful to have the opportunity to learn and figure out that the world is a little bit bigger than just their own situations and there's a lot for them to learn out there. Yeah, and 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 if I'm being completely honest, we're not we're not we're not teaching anything completely new. I think yeah. that a lot of the professionals who are going to this program, they're fully aware of what they need to learn and what and how they should or but it's about how do I apply it? How do I bring it into a strategic plan that's going to impact, you know, and we when we talk about um, you know, your um uh, uh, your poverty line is around $45,000 in Kansas City. I was going to ask you, you're focusing on that number mm -hmm. a lot in this program. Yeah. Why? Well, because that is that is the baseline that most programs have, have set. When you think of your KC Scholars with the Great Jobs KC, Goodwill and their Artemis Institute, even Launch Code and some of their groups, of, if you're under that 45, that's where the support kind of comes in for you. That's where mm -hmm. we're going to give you that scholarship. So for us, Forty-five one is not enough. It's not enough. Clearly, mm -hmm. is not enough money. Uh, so for us, how can we uh, stay keep you above that poverty line, and uh, just kind of continue to help you grow that income from there? I was going to say the program is also trying to <clears throat> approach this group in something of a holistic way. Uh, Aisha, what does that look like? I think um, bringing in the element of, of of healing from racial trauma is mm -hmm. is a big example of that. I, we don't know. How do you do that? How do you begin to approach that idea? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the first is awareness. So the the notion that this particular type of, of discrimination happens five times a day is is startling, right? So just being aware of that, um, and then also changing the ideology that um, a lot of times that we have assimilated to that normalizes discrimination and normalizes ex experiencing racial trauma, I think is another big component to that as well. And then highlighting elements within our culture that have been demonized in the past that have very relevant healing components to them. Like what? Um, like certain aspects of uh, African spirituality that have been demonized or... Um, questioning um, some some parts of our ideology or ways of thinking that, um, again, like I said, kind of normalize experiencing discrimination. Yeah. Um, for something to happen as often as five times a day, Steve, most people don't eat five times a day, right? <laughs> most people don't go to the restroom five times a day. Um, so there's been a big part of our society that normalizes it mm -hmm. because the fact that we don't even know that, that that's taking place. And you say this, this component we're talking about, addressing this trauma, is oftentimes overlooked in programs like this. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, not even addressed. Not even addressed <laughs> at all, yeah. right? Um, as I mentioned before, there there isn't another program that is actually even um, talking about racial healing as a part of professional development, and it absolutely should. When we think about just general trauma, um, there's all different types of trauma, right? When I say that word, a lot of things come to mind. Um, 
And as a psychologist or as someone who studied, who has a PhD in counseling psychology, rather, um, I understand the impact that trauma has on a person's psyche, mm-hmm. on every aspect of their well-being. Um, so it's really important for me, and that's a part of, of my passion and my professional goals, is to, to help individuals heal from that because it's so crippling to every aspect of our well-being. And you help them deal with it by what? Just talking about it, confronting it, acknowledging it? recognizing it? Is that what we're talking about? All of those things, all of the above, as well as teaching them how to heal themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so if we're talking about professional development and they're in a work environment, um, how, how are they dealing with these microaggressions in the moment? How can they work with the BRGs, with the human resource? How can they be an advocate for themselves? But then also in their personal lives, how do they manage that day to day kind of chronic trauma? Yeah. Um, so it's not just awareness. It's also helping them acknowledge the strengths that they have, the strengths within their culture, um, indigenous practices that can help bring about healing um, as a lifestyle, not as a one-time off kind of incident. Well, Craig, before I forget, maybe the most important question for those listening who want to connect, want to take part, how can they connect with the Ascend cohort program here? Yeah. uh, Simplistically, you can just uh, find us on the website at bxinc.net and you'll be able to find the Ascend cohort button there. Bx Inc. Inc. I-N-C dot net. Dot net. Okay. Uh, the, the Ascend landing page is a little bit long, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's Ascend cohort dot squarespace dot com. Uh, is that, that's how you get directly to our landing page. Um, but then also, if you are a professional and you work within a corporate setting, uh, reach out to your HR department and let mm-hmm. them know that this is a professional development that you feel like will be beneficial for your growth and uh, have them reach out to us and we'll be happy to coordinate that. We'll try to get those links up on our website when we repost this podcast, uh, maybe later today or tomorrow. So people can go and check that out right there. How many folks do you hope to have in the first class? Uh, we're shooting for 40. 40. We're shooting for 40. That's a big number. It is. It is. I mean, it's, it's a systematic change. So we got it. We got to take big chunks. Good deal. That's Craig Moore, founder of the Assem program and the executive director of Black Excellence KC. He was joined by Aisha Augusta as, as, as director of programs for Ascend. Thank you both for coming in. It's important stuff. Good luck with the first class. I hope it goes well. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. you bet. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. the environment in kansas we're working on it up from dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs we'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward listen to up from dust from kcur part of the npr network